Good evening, everybody. It's Friday night. Happy birthday to the Coast Guard. And what a wonderful, wonderful day it is. It's Friday. It's Red Friday as well. Remember everyone deployed? We wear red on Friday. I'm wearing some avalanche gear. Tomorrow's a big game in Lake Tahoe. We're playing the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Should be fun. We're wearing our retro jerseys, so I figured I would support by wearing red this way. And you wear red just to let the armed forces know uh, that we're always thinking about them. We're always remembering them. And with Joe Biden, obviously, keeping them in Afghanistan and not pulling them from Afghanistan because it's an endless war that is now eclipsing the length of Vietnam or has surpassed it, if I'm not mistaken. It is the longest war in U.S. history. Hold on. Let me make sure. Yeah. It's the longest war that we haven't declared because we haven't declared war since World War II. But trust me, when you're firing bullets at people and they're firing them at you and you deploy troops, it's war. It's just war. We don't have to declare it. We know what it is. Iraq wasn't even a war, even though people called it the Iraq War. We never declared war on Iraq. Just interesting. A little bit of history for you. What are we going to talk about tonight? It's a good one. Talk about Oakley, California. California, my favorite place. I call it California. Thank you. I lived there for 18 years. I actually, 23 years, twice. Lived there for 18, didn't learn my lesson, came back and did a stint of almost five years there and then got out. Got my passport, got my papers, snuck out from a underground railroad in the Nevada and escaped California with my AR-15 strapped to my back that were all pussified from California gun regulations. But we're going to talk about some teachers who were on a Zoom meeting. And I have been coming down hard on teachers lately, and I'm not going to stop. And my kids are basically first day back to school, and they do that. And then there's a little bit of ice on the ground, and then they cancel school again. It's, it's really getting ridiculous. At, we need to open. We've had enough time off. I think I can drive the 200 feet to the school and get my kids where they need to be. If Minnesota... Minnesota can deal with their winters. Yeah, I think we can do it here in Virginia when we get an inch of snow. Yeah, it's really not that bad. We've got cars and four tires and everybody lives next to the school. Yeah, you betcha. Can we just get back to school? But these teachers in California had an open mic and a hot mic as they were recording on a Zoom call. And the public could hear everything they said. And it is precious. It's almost as good as the interpretive dance, folks. So I think you'll have a good time with that. Teddy Ted Cruz, Lion Ted, as Donald Trump called him, decided to flee Texas with his family and go to Cancun during the ice storm when people were freezing to death. And then double down on it and say, I was just taking my girls there for the weekend and I was coming home and coming back. And then somebody at the airport decided to leak that he changed his flight. And then he said, no, 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 no. I was going to work remote. But then, but then, and it proves that all politicians are scumbags. And you can tell me how much you love Ted Cruz. And I will tell you that he, in my opinion, is just like every other politician. And just because he's a Republican, he's going to get my ire tonight. And I think that the left is, of course, using this because no good crisis can go unfounded by the left. And they have to use it everything they can for the political ammunition, which we expect. And they're overreacting, of course. But Ted should have owned it, and he didn't. So I'm going to put him through the coals and the trials and the Spanish Inquisition myself. And then Dr. Fauci. Dr. 
Key, Dr. Fousey, Dr. Fucky. I'm going to go over the five times that he's changed his mask policy. And for a doctor, it almost seems like he's a weatherman. Speaking of weathermen, I'm doing an episode on them. Those people are the Antichrist. Can you get it right one time? I mean, I am so sick of hearing it's going to be five to eight inches of snow with a little bit of ice up to a tenth to a quarter of an inch. And then literally it snows for 10 seconds and then it's done. Uh, Hurricanes. The biggest Cat 5 hurricane is off the shore. Now it's down to a tropical storm. In fact, it's leaving the coast. I mean, do they ever get it right? El Nino is going to be horrible this year. Winter is going to be soft. It's one of the worst winters we've ever had. Not from an accumulation, but from the cold and the amount of ice that we've had. It's really ridiculous. Weathermen, you're up there with Professor Trelawney from Harry Potter. At least she got the grim in the cup, and there was Sirius Black who did stop by. And someone did want to kill Harry Potter. She's the worst. Seriously, I want to put odds on the weather. I mean, what's the spread? It's got to be, the odds got to be astronomical in Vegas. Weathermen, meteorologist, it's fake. It's not science. It's literally black magic. It's unreal. I mean, the amount of times that they guess, they could be right at least once. I mean, you guess something a thousand times. Do you think that if you flipped a coin a thousand times, that just once it would show up on right versus wrong? Just one time. I have never seen a weatherman predict the weather correctly there's always something it's either 20 degrees less 20 degrees more they call for rain and it's freaking it's a drought outside and it's 140 degrees and then when they say it's going to be a beautiful weekend we get freaking snow and then they blame it on the systems our weather instruments are very very complicated no you're an idiot and you are bad at your job and you're the only person on the planet that i've met that gets paid for being wrong all the time all the time you get paid for this and you get paid well i just think i did a whole show on weathermen but folks that was it that was my show on weathermen and weather people weather people i'm sorry what weather woman men will correct that because we have to be socially justice aware folks weather people anyway i don't even remember if i've done my call sign here don't unfriend me join us Follow us. We're just going to do a show tonight. doesn't really matter. There's no semblance to this craziness. We're just going to have chaos, and that's a good thing. Dr. Fauci, teachers, and uh, Teddy Ted Cruz. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go into it right now. Did I tell you my name? It's Matt Spear. If I forgot, I'm sorry. It's a blur. It's a complete blur. Don't even know where we are. California, California, favorite place on earth, the school board of Northern California were caught making controversial comments about what? About parents. During a portion of an online meeting they thought was private, but it wasn't. In the video, board member Kim Bede, or Kim Beatty, or Kim Bidet, 
<clears throat> uses expletives. <gasps> the horror. In talking about parents, the board also talks about making parents call in and record their public comments rather than making them appear live in a meeting. And the recording would cut them off at exactly three minutes. But, well, that's good because parents can go on and on and on. Board member Lisa Lisa Brizendine. Brizendine Do you have night sweats? Do you have irritable bowel? Feeling depressed and not so fresh? Try this new concoction by WeFucka. WeFucka brings you Lisa Brizendine. Every day. Feels like sunlight caressing your butt. Okay, whatever. Said in the video that public forgets that there are real people on the other side of the letters that they receive. They don't know what goes beyond behind the scenes, said Brizendine. I love her name. Ask your doctor if Brizendine's right for you. It's really unfortunate. They want to pick on us. They want their babysitters back. Parents are upset, and there is an online petition, of course, calling for the board to resign or be recalled. One parent said in the comments of the recall petition, my kids deserve better than this violent and uncaring bunch of bullies. On March 13th, oh, that's the next segment. So here's the thing. I've come down really hard on teachers lately. The interpretive dance, the unions, get back to school, stop crying. Everybody's risking getting COVID, but you, why don't you get in the fray? Why don't you go ahead and play the Thunderdome and and get a chance to get it like the rest of us? Why do you get to stay home? Why are you special? Because you majored in public education? You're, You're better than us? You're better than the subway worker? I don't understand. So not all teachers. Most teachers are being forced by the unions, but you still have a vote. You still can rise up. You still can say something. Why don't you strike against the union? Wouldn't that be grand? But here's the problem. This mentality of that the teacher is better than the parent, that crap needs to stop. And it happens all over. I respect teachers. I respect what they do. I respect that they have a job to do. And trust me, I live with the little shits 24 hours a day. I get it. I don't want your job. That's why you do it. And you're right. We don't just want our babysitters back. We want educators back. We want you to be a role model when we can't be because we have to work. We also have to work during the summers. So you can pretend that you're holier than thou, but you chose your line of work. Most of us didn't want it. We accidentally had kids. You wanted this. You've earned it. Enjoy it. But yes, we want our kids to be back in school because we are literally ready to tie a noose around our freaking roof and jump off of it. We need a break from our kids too, just like you do. You get three months off. Give us the benefit of getting a few days off a week. We've been with them for a year. That's more than we signed up for. And we don't get paid an exuberant amount of money for it. And don't pretend that you don't get paid well. Teachers, oh, please. Oh, please. For the work that you do, you get paid very, very well. The unions make sure of that. You can say, our teachers deserve to be paid more. No, no, you really don't. You get more days off than any other job. You get three months off in the summer. You have to grade papers that are the equivalent of first graders, second graders, fifth graders. You're an adult. It should be like reading 
Charlie Brown or or Dr. Seuss for you? How much of an investment does it take to say and and check spelling on the word T and B and me and we? Or if that color pattern is good on that freaking protoplasm that they just went ahead and hand drew between yellow, green, and blue. I understand that you may find it stressful, but trust me, it's not the hardest job in the world because we are teachers too, and we're doing our best, and we did your job for a year, and we don't want it. But to sit here and have this attitude that you're better than the parents and that somehow we've done something wrong by wanting them back in school, maybe you should take some accountability and show some sympathy because we may not know what it's like on the other side of the fence, but either do you, obviously. This video will tell you a little bit about it, and it's funny. A parent recorded it. It's about two minutes, and watch the proverbial pin drop when they find out that they are all public. You know what? Hey, Cam, I was just thinking, Cam, I was just thinking right now, just to encourage you. Yeah. People, it's easy to hide behind a screen and put in oh, comments yeah. now. But when you're face to face with people, it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game. Well, what's funny is that uh, she's friends with who I went to Idol Tower, and it was posted on my social media. Someone else posted it. It's like whatever. I wasn't doing anything bad. I could. I really. I honestly don't care about that part. But you know what? Are we alone? Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna call me out, I'm gonna f you up. <laughs> Sorry, that's just me. <laughs> you know, they forget that there's real people on the other side of those those letters that they're writing. Yes, we're real community members. We have kids or have known kids that have gone to these schools. Right, have an invested interest in this process. And they don't know what we right. do behind the scenes. And it's really unfortunate exactly. that they, they want to pick on us because right. they want their babysitters back. Right. 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 I agree. And it's fine. It's just, it, I, I just need to get you know, up. You know, you know, I, I, I totally hear that because my brother had a, a delivery. Yeah. My brother had a delivery service for medical marijuana the clientele were parents with their kids in school (laughs) that's awesome so when you got when you got your kids at home no more fatty no more yes my dog I mean, career dissipation light just blinking, blink. Listen, 
that I, I'm, I'm going to come down on both sides on this. Okay. The people calling for their resignation, you've said worse. Okay. You've said worse. I've said worse about teachers. We need to get a thicker skin. Okay. Everything they said, honestly, is fairly accurate. I, I want my kids in school to learn. Yes. I also want a break. And so does my wife. We need a break from, there's no doubt. We love them. We love them more than anything else in the world, but we need a little time apart and we can't break up with our kids. School gives us that. And let's face it. We pay for it. And you're expensive teachers. Our taxes pay your salaries, period. That magical money that Joe Biden wants to make education free, it's not free. It's our money. And when we want to pay off all this school debt, that's our money too. In fact, everything that's ran by the federal or state government is our money at work. So we have a right to complain, but so do you. And honestly, you didn't say anything terribly offensive. I can understand we do want our babysitters back. And any parent that doesn't admit it, you're full of crap. Yes, you care about education. Yes, you care about the mental health of your kid, but you also want your babysitters back. Come on. Can we just admit it? However, there is this position that teachers take, and I'll give you a story. My teacher for my daughter, I'm not going to tell you her name. That's not a right, that's not a good thing to do, but this is the woman who I told you about when we had the live show that said that, that COVID was the worst thing to happen to the world, period, ever, period. This is also the person that said something like this in the dissertation or the recap or summary of my daughter's report card. Hayden has shown vast improvement in reading, writing, history, and arithmetic. She is a great student. She is a role model. She participates. I've used her writing for several examples. She has shown increase in her behavior. She is participating in class at an extraordinary level, and we're so very, very proud to have her in our class. We're giving her four C's and a B. My daughter's a straight A student. She's been a straight A student since she came out of the womb. She could read at like two and a half. I'm not one of those parents that yell because my kid didn't get a touchdown or say hang the referee. I believe that discipline is necessary for our children, but that's not discipline. You just explained a straight A student, but gave her, what is this, Hillary Clinton? She's 100% guilty. She deserves to be in prison. She broke every major law when it came to intelligence handling of information and classified information and broke every single restriction and code we have in place in the intel community. But we can't prove intent, so she's going to go free. What? Teachers need to understand that placating children and giving them second place ribbons is not going to teach them about life. And one of these days they're going to wake up and realize they don't know how to balance a book. They don't know how to iron a shirt. They don't know how to start laundry. They don't understand about fines and taxes. They don't understand about sexually transmitted diseases. They don't understand about contraception. They don't understand about God. They don't understand about world history and American history and government, civics, economics. And all you're doing truly is babysitting our children. And you have to take accountability for that sooner rather than later. I would have loved to have been on that call. Oh, that would have been fun. On March 13th, 2020, President Donald Trump officially announced a state of emergency over the COVID-19 pandemic. Over the 11 months that followed, 
the United States experienced much political, economic, and social change, including a divisive election cycle, a deep recession, and widespread civil unrest, in case you've been asleep for the last year. However, nothing seems to have changed more often over than the past year than Dr. Anthony Fauci's face mask policies. Here are the five different masking opinions held by Dr. Fauci since just this time last year. Five. Five times. But Bueller, Bueller, no masks are necessary. In March 2020, five days before President Trump's emergency declaration, Fauci, who leads the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and also funded certain experiments overseas and used his funding for that that were illegal and probably founded the coronavirus, but that's a whole nother conversation, adamantly stated that masks are not necessary for members of the general public. And here's the quote. The masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else, explained Fauci during 60 Minutes interview with Dr. John Lepouk. Lepouk? He must be French. He's not French. Now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea where everybody's wearing a mask, that seems a little racist. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. Let me repeat that. People should not be walking around with masks. You're sure, Lapook says, because people are listening really closely to this. Fauci doubled down. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little better, said Fauci, with air quotes, which I just did. And it might even block a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Fauci also mentioned unintended consequences of wearing face masks that stem from improper usage, especially continuous face touching. He also stated the supply of face masks should be reserved for healthcare providers and those who are currently infected. So you shouldn't eat your mask. You also shouldn't go ahead and cover it over your face as tight as possible. You shouldn't wear it as a pair of shorts or a garter belt. I mean, mask safety? It's not that complicated. Put it on your ears, put it over your face, and breathe through it if you can. And here's the thing. I have what I thought was good breath. Holy crap. Have I had to change my regimen. I now brush two to three times a day, and I must at least get drunk six times a day on mouthwash. When I put that thing on every time, I'm like, whoop, back to the bathroom. Folks, has anyone else noticed this? I had no idea. I apologize for all the people who were in proximity to me. And of course, that hasn't happened in a year because we have to socially distance. Maybe that's why. So they don't know that we have bad breath and borderline gingivitis. Another time that Dr. Fauci did this, during another interview in July of 2020, Fauci said that he did not regret advising against masks. And here's the thing. The people's excuses are... COVID's changed. COVID has adapted and we're learning. We're just, we've had to really, really be humble as scientists and it's constantly ever present, growing and changing and evolving. Masks haven't changed in hundreds of years. If it could get through yesterday, it can get through today. And if it won't stop every other virus out there, COVID is microscopic obviously but it's like throwing a tic-tac through a chain link fence with that mask yes it will stop a few droplets and when people tell you the truth the first time believe them the first one was right it's not going to stop at a hundred percent it won't 
Everywhere I go, I see people wearing masks. I have not seen one person not wear a mask in at least two months everywhere I go. And I'm usually the one not wearing it. I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. I apologize. It's still spreading. It's, 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 it's a virus, folks. We've got to face this stupid thing. We can't hide from it. I know you think we can, but we can't. He says, I don't regret anything I said then because in the context of the time in which I said it, it was correct. <laughs> okay, Bill Clinton, can you please describe and tell me what the word, oh, can you tell me what the word it means? I, I don't understand. He told CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell, we were told in our task force meetings that we have a serious problem with a lack of PPEs and masks for the health providers who are putting themselves in harm's way every day to take care of the sick people wear a mask may 2020 weeks after his interview with 60 minutes the nation's leading infectious disease expert Uh artist began changing his tune yet again as reported by a march 2020 and 2020 nbc news article called do you need a mask the science hasn't changed but public guidance might fauci hinted that federal health officials would reconsider their masking protocols quote Given the fact that there is a degree of transmission from asymptomatic individuals who may not know that they're infected, the most devastating disease that the world has ever known, but you won't know that you have it. Shintoism is a fantastic philosophy. That sounds like bull Shintoism to me. We need to at least examine the possibility. As long as we're absolutely certain, we don't take the masks away from who are healthcare providers who need them. Fauci explained to NBC News' Savannah Guthrie. What a gem she is. In May, Fauci told CNN anchor Jim Sayuto. Jim Sayuto. He's not even Japanese. He's probably Italian. Jim Sayuto, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. That he began wearing a mask to protect myself and protect others. And also because I want to make it be a symbol for people to see that that's the kind of thing you should be doing. Oh, that's not a stab at Trump, is it? For the next several months, Fauci began appearing on talk shows and encouraging viewers to wear masks. Among other programs, Fauci appeared on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, The Breakfast Club, and Try Guys. Mask after vaccine, September 2020. By the fall of 2020, Fauci began stating that those who receive the COVID-19 vaccine should continue to wear face masks. Quote, I said a combination of an effective vaccine and adherence to certain public health principles, certain, pretty vague, will get us to the point where we want to be by the end of 2021, Fauci told Business Insider. I'm glad that's not vague. I never said just the vaccine. You never should abandon the public health measures. Fauci also expressed doubt that COVID-19 would ever be entirely defeated. I don't think we're going to eradicate it, said Fauci. We may not completely eliminate it, but if you get it down to such a very low level, does he, this is a, this is a scientist. Does he ever talk in numbers? Does he ever have a stat? Very, very low numbers. Well, that's an interesting perspective. That's kind of vague, don't you think, for a scientist? And enough of the population is protected, either by a vaccine or by previously having been infected. Then you'll develop a degree of herd immunity. A degree of, a degree of, a degree of what? 
20 degrees, 180 degrees, 375 degrees at 15 minutes, and then flip over and reapply and do again. Which degree are we talking about? A doctorate that's fake and phony, just like Dr. Fauci? Herd immunity that you won't have an outbreak. Two masks are better than one. What's better than one? Two. February 2021, on February 10th, the CDC released a study declaring that wearing two masks, a cloth mask over a medical procedure mask, is more effective at preventing COVID-19 and stopping you from breathing at all, which is really successful for the virus because if you're dead, you can't spread it than wearing only one mask. The study found that the strategy is effective when combined with other protective measures, such as physical distancing, avoiding crowds, poorly ventilated indoor spaces, and good hand hygiene. You're such a good hand. That's right. Good. It's a good hand. Give it motivation. Tell it it's good. Like a plant, it'll grow. Weeks before the CDC released the study, however, Fauci began publicly hinting his support of the use of multiple masks. If this exponentially grows bigger, we're going to be wearing 75 masks soon. On January 25th, Fauci told today that if you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, it just makes common sense that you're going to die and suffocate. That it likely would be more effective. That it likely, likely would be. It's not a, It's 90% more effective. No, it's just likely. It's probably going to be effective. This guy is, I mean, can just somebody pin him down to a number? Dr. Fauci, when do you think COVID will escape? Well, it's all based upon the probability of it's possible, and it might happen sometime in the future or in the past, and it could be the present. Thanks, Dr. Fauci. Can we quote you on that? There's nothing wrong with people wearing masks, Dr. Fauci said, or wearing two masks, said during a February 3rd press briefing. I often myself wear two masks. Is that like wearing two condoms? Did that ever work? No, it created circulation and gangrene, and then we never had sex again. It's not a good idea, folks. Double wrap in the jimmy doesn't do any good. One is efficient enough. Fauci announced that the CDC would issue a recommendation when the science comes along. His fifth and final. Mass necessary until COVID-19. Not a threat at all. February 2021, earlier this week, Fauci told Fox News anchor Brett Baer that masks will be be necessary until COVID-19 is not a threat at all, ever. No one can ever, 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 ever have COVID again or we have to wear masks. Is there going to be a time when we are going to be no masks, asked Baer. When is that time? If you had to guess going to a sports game, going to a theater, going to a concert without a mask. Dr. Fauci, with his very specific, articulate, and annotated answer, is right ahead. Get ready. You'll be wowed. That will really be dependent upon how we get the level of virus in the community down, Fauci answered. If we can get, and I have used this as an estimate, it's not definitive, but if we can get 60, 70, 85% of the population vaccinated and get to what we would hope would be to a degree of herd immunity, which really is an umbrella or a veil of protection against the community. We should do it in a Christopher Walken against the community where the level come to watch my ass where the level of virus is low. It's not a threat at all. And then at that point, you can start thinking in terms of not having to have uniform wearing of masks, continued Fauci. If everything falls into the right place and we get this under control, it is conceivable that you might 
be able to pull a bit back a bit on the sum of the public measures as we get into the late fall of this year, he added. But there's no guarantee of any of that, because if we don't get the overwhelming majority of the population vaccinated, there's still going to be considerable amount of virus in the community. And as long as that's the case, people are going to have to wear masks. I would have loved if Brett Bear would have said, seriously, are you are, are you taking this seriously at all? Do you just make this shit up as you go? The guy, absolutely. People say that I sometimes talk circles and circles. Okay, I agree. I do. I will make the same point because I, 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 I don't write a lot down. I just spew it out. This guy writes nothing down, spews everything out, and he doesn't walk in a circle. He walks in just a a pattern that nobody can discern. It looks like pigeons in a mating ritual. Did anyone take anything from that that resembles a remote thought or idea of what the hell he's talking about? I did not vote for Dr. Fauci. I didn't elect Dr. Fauci. He shouldn't be making policy. He's one doctor if you even want to call him that he's a loon and the man has no idea what he's talking about he talks out of both sides of his mouth and he is one of the worst i have ever seen when it comes to sticking to one answer and when you are responsible for the public's health you might want to be as descriptive articulate and detailed as you can be. It's just a thought. I cannot wait to hear about the third mask. It'd be awesome. Dr. Fauci, he's like a Cracker Jack box. You never know what you're going to get. In an effort to provide some cover for Republican Senator Ted Cruz, the Fox News opinion host Sean Hannity on Thursday gave a more flattering yet false account of Cruz's much derided trip to Mexico. Cruz is facing the ire of the mob and the media for traveling to Cancun, Mexico with his daughters to drop them off and come home as Texas is still addressing the fallout and damage from weather, Hannity said. Addressing? People are freezing to death, Sean. Seriously, freezing to death and not poor people. Okay, because obviously Sean Hannity doesn't care about the homeless. This is friends of mine, people who live in Texas, in Tomball, in the Woodlands, in Houston, in Dallas, in Flower Mound. In San Antonio, in El Paso. It's happening everywhere. The outcry began on Wednesday when photos emerged of Cruz traveling to Cancun with his family. After the trip became national news, Cruz issued a statement which Hannity tried to stick to. With school canceled for the week, our girls asked to take a trip with friends. My girls asked to take a trip. I'd tell them to be quiet and go to their room and be, no, we don't have any money. We're bankrupt. Cruz initially said, wanting to be a good dad, I flew down with them last night and am flying back this afternoon. While Cruz implied that it would have been just an overnight trip, it turned out he had changed his return flight from Saturday to Thursday. (gasps) The horror. Skiff's Edward Russell first reported the news, which was confirmed by the NBC News reporter Peter Alexander. Though Hannity gave him an out, Cruz went with an amended account of his trip in the interview. I had initially planned to stay through the weekend and to work remotely there, but as I was heading down there, I started to have second thoughts. Almost immediately, because the crisis here in Texas, you need to be here on the ground, Cruz said. (laughs) For someone who is 
one of the best debaters I've ever heard. He is horrible on the spot when it comes to his personal life. It's like when Trump said that his father was responsible in the Kennedy assassination. And he's like, well, I that's possible. Well, my father was from Cuba and he he I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> I mean, you're like, wow, Ted, he is a, a very smart individual. I happen to like Ted Cruz. I think he would make a horrible president. But this guy could not argue himself out of a wet paper bag when it comes to his own decisions. Earlier, Hannity said that he and Cruz, along with Governor Greg Abbott, had known how severe the cold wave would be. Right. It's just why you left. I have a piece of this story that nobody knows, that you know to be true, and Governor Abbott knows to be true, Hannity said. And that is, I got contact very early in the week from the official meteorologist on my radio show, and he sent a note to both of you, to you and Governor Abbott. In that note, he said, this is going to be far worse than I think others are predicting. You got in touch with him. The governor got in touch with him. You took it seriously, and you worked hand-in-hand hand with the governor in the lead-up to this, knowing this was all big possibility, he added. And this is days before that happened, and you were fully and completely engaged, Hanny went on to say. I think you can be a father and be the senator of Texas all at the same time and make a round trip, quick drop-off, and come home. Ted's like, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. What, what Hannity said, that's exactly what I wanted to say. Instead of, oh, well, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> well, I, uh, <clears throat> can we go to commercial? The Fox News host stuck to Cruz's initial narrative, even though it was clear that Cruz had planned to spend multiple nights and had no idea what, that what Sean Hannity's story was and couldn't testify to it in Cancun, but ended up flying back in less than 24 hours amid mounting criticism of his decision to take a trip with millions of Texans went without power and water in freezing temperatures. Insider also obtained text messages from a group chat appearing to show Cruz's wife Heidi proposing and planning a trip to escape the cold. In the interview, Cruz said that he had been working with Abbott before the storm and that he and Heidi had lost power along with millions of Texans. A lot of Texans are mad, are pissed off, Cruz said. How could it be that Texas, the energy capital of the world, can't turn our lights on and can't heat our homes? A lot of Texans are frustrated. This shouldn't have happened. For Fox News viewers, the answer to that question has involved widely misleading claims about renewable energy in Texas. Hannity went on to praise Texas, separate energy grid, saying it didn't have to abide by the burdensome regulations of federal government. Here's the problem. This is just like the teacher story. If Sean Hannity wants to leave the country and go to Cancun, more power to him. Okay? There is nothing that Ted Cruz is going to do for people freezing. What do you want him to do? You want him to climb one of the windmills and de-ice them himself with his, you know, laser lizard eyes and dragon breath? Do you want the governor to do the same? Nobody knew what to do. The nuclear reactors were shut down because the water was frozen. The windmills were shut down because they were frozen. Natural gas wasn't able to go through the pipes because they were frozen. Everything was frozen. It's like Elsa was on crack and just decided to screw Texas over. We need to let it go. We need to stop being Olaf's about this. I don't know. I don't have any more. So the point is, is Texans 
are probably going to be understanding about this. And yes, it was wrong for him to leave, but he came back. Can we make mistakes? Can we be dumb? Can we just be stupid? I make them. You make them. We all make them. He made a bad choice. He got back on the plane and came back. And that had to be expensive. He's at least going to have to sell out to three or four other political action committees to make that money back. Let's feel for Ted. He ran for president and failed. He tried to grow a beard and tried to be cool, but he did. He did beat Jimmy Kimmel in a one-on-one basketball game. How can Jimmy Kimmel show his face? How the hell do you let Ted Cruz post up on you? I don't care how fat you were, Jimmy. You're fairly athletic now and in good shape. You are such not a man. Ted Cruz spanked you in basketball. We all need to learn to forgive. We all need to learn to forget. I don't care that he's a Republican. I don't care that the teachers were talking trash. I don't care if parents talk trash. The sensitivity level that we have in America today is at an epic proportion of just intolerant and terrible. Being offended is okay. I get offended daily when I read the comments. And now I've learned just to say, who cares? They don't know me. Or maybe they do. Maybe they're right. Maybe I am a jerk. Maybe I am a, a, an idiot. Maybe I am a liberal. Maybe I'm a conservative. But honestly, I don't know them. So why would I take their opinion for anything other than just garbage? We've got to learn to let go. We've got to learn to move on. And those teachers don't deserve to be fired. And those parents don't deserve to get rich off a lawsuit. And Ted Cruz doesn't need to be recalled. And the people in Texas most assuredly need help. You want to know who could have helped? It could have been Joe Biden. And he could have told the National Guard that are protecting the Capitol when nothing's going to happen to go back home to Texas to help people, to bring in choppers, to bring in food, to bring in any type of heating devices, blankets, sleeping bags, to do a drive for food and water, whatever it took. FEMA should have been there the moment that this notification went out when Abbott and Cruz were notified. If you're looking to blame somebody, it starts at the top. And I will tell you this. If it was Donald Trump, I said it before, the headlines would have read, Trump lets hell freeze over in Texas as Trumpites die and he abandons them. And What do we get from Joe Biden? He played a game of Mario Kart with his niece or granddaughter, and he won. Good for you, Joe. Good for you. Did you use the sniffing her hair turtle shell? That's it, folks. I appreciate you. Welcome to a Friday night episode, and I thank you so much for stopping by. This was Don't Unfriend Me. These are just my opinions, and please remember, don't unfriend me. It doesn't do any good. You won't have anyone to hate, or you won't have anyone to love anymore. And I appreciate both of you. Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255-PRESS-1. You have an opportunity to help veterans. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. It is way too many, especially now. Things are crazy. PTS, TBIs, anxiety, depression, drug addiction, alcoholism, these things all play a part in soldier suicide. If you recognize the signs, please reach out and make that call. If you can't, call me and I will help you make that call. And if all others fail, they can go to www.dontunfriendme.com, click on the VCL link, and they will be connected to a Skype operator live on camera. And if you are a citizen and you uh, also need help, it's not just veterans who can use the VCL hotline. Everyone can. Give them a call. 
Folks, thanks so much. That is it for episode 106. I am not doing a show Saturday or Sunday. I'm taking some time off. I'm going to play video games with my kids. I am going to uh, relax, have fun, and just take a break and get ready for Monday. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Be back. Tell me what you think below. Leave a comment, like, share, follow, subscribe, all that type of stuff. I am Audi 5000 and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.